We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. The industry is lacking the honest experience and grit required to overcome the struggle. And we're here to fill that gap. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Brooke and Andrea. This is Ivy Unleashed. Welcome. We are so grateful, as always, that you're here with yes. us today. Thank How you. How are we doing, Andrea? Doing great. I am so excited for today. Are you? Yes. You like this topic I or what? I love talking about <laughs> this topic so much because everybody wants to know how to cultivate this thing. Yeah. And you know what? I think... What's helped is that 2020 is over. We can close <laughs> the damn book. I do feel like everyone's the like... The horror story. Right. But everyone's like, oh, I hate 2020. I hate it. But I like to think about it. I heard this... Um, actually, no, it was a devotional I read that was like battles versus blessings. Like mm. life is a bunch of battles and blessings. And it's like, you can look both ways at yep. it. I can see it both ways for sure. And hopefully the vaccine is going to give us that, um, like we can look back at this now type of thing and actually think yeah. of it as a blessing. We'll see what happens. Or I think when I have kids and my kids have kids and they're gonna be like, Oh, grandma survived COVID. It's going to be like in a, their history books, which is so crazy yeah. to think about. You know, what's crazy thing about it is you as a little old grandma. <laughs> You're gonna be so cute. Oh, I can oh, see you white and wrinkly. Oh, still gosh. breaking it down in the kitchen and the Grandma nursing style. home. <laughs> I'm gonna cause a lot of trouble in the nursing <laughs> home. Anyways, oh. yes, very very happy that 2020 is over. It was it was a good year. We built a company. Yes, we did some cool shit. Mm-hmm. And now on to bigger and better 2021. But I actually heard on the radio that we're not calling it 2021. We're calling it just 21. 21 just 21 which is it's kind of cool kind of weird yeah 2021 is a mouthful true 20 21 21 the year of 21 the year of 21 yeah it's weird though it is weird but it's so much better to say you're right yeah so what are you gonna do differently in 2021 oh sorry 21 in 21 (laughs) well I'm working on the goal Mm -hmm. and it's hard I I am like way more likely to look forward to cardio and all of that and as I said in the goal setting episode my goal is to do at least 10 minutes of strength training a day Mm -hmm. which is hard but I am noticing how I feel you look good thanks yeah I was in a swimsuit yesterday and I was like checking out my quads I was like these workouts work and I'm actually just using my own YouTube videos on the Gold Ivy Health Coach channel on YouTube yep. because they're there and I'm just alternating upper body, lower body yep. core. And it's amazing. It. Um, they're actually pretty hard. I think I had like adrenaline when I was making them. <laughs> so, and now you're actually doing them. And, and I'm actually like, doing oh. them. And if, you know, it's the first thing I do in the morning mm-hmm. and it's hard. It is hard to do it, but it is a very short period of time. I was going to say 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You have 10 minutes of your day. And it does help though. Like I know it is hard to get started. And like two weeks ago, I was really struggling with Mm -hmm. it because I was kind of sore, but now I'm less sore. I'm actually even starting to add in weights for some of them because I'm getting stronger and I'm physically seeing that it's paying off too, which helps a ton to like get up and do these. Are you stacking it on top of a habit that you already have? 
Kind of. I'm not doing as much cardio as I was before. So okay. normally I would walk or run for 30 minutes. Now I'm just walking or running for 15 at a minimum. There you go. And then I'm doing the strength. So, so it's half still, cardio, yeah. half strength. It's so a it's good still balance. 30 minutes of yeah. all of it. But yeah, it's tough. 30 minutes moving your body. And I'm Proud doing the gratitude you. thing, feeling more grateful. Sometimes it's hard. Like in the morning, I'm like, I don't know what am I grateful for, my bud. I want to go back to it. But I know. Well, I'm also doing the gratitude thing. And yeah. I think it's funny because some days I'm like, oh, what the hell am I grateful for? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And then other days I'm like, which one do I want to choose to write down? Yes. I have so many. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely though cultivating more joy, looking for things during the day of like, yes. oh, like the trees and the snow. Or mm-hmm. it was really nice in Minnesota. Like yes. what? This weekend. Super fun. Went to go to old Rochester. Dirty Roch. That's what we called it. <laughs> Dirty Roch. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyone I listening? Tell my friend Megan anyone that. listening from Rochester? It was it was a blast. Oh, love your city. But yeah, I mean, goals of 2021. 21. Sorry. See, it's gonna take a while to catch. Yes. But it's good. Gratitude. I'm doing gratitude, and I'm doing yoga. So you're doing strength. I'm doing yoga. Now that I'm slowly starting to get back into exercise, I'm healing with my leg. It's feeling good. Doing it every day. And it's the same thing. It's like 15 to 25 minutes. Some days a little harder. Some days are just more about connecting with your breath. Mm-hmm. I can't I'm wait to talk about how this ties into our topic too, because it is literally exactly what we're going to talk about and why it's important that we're even touching on these goals. Yeah. yeah. And it's doing these goals is showing us that yes, you can, mm-hmm. right? The first step is believing that you can in any goal that you set. It's building your self-efficacy. Yes. And my favorite affirmation, which I've said in other episodes, is the simple one of, yes, I can. Which is hard when you actually don't feel that way. So that's why the affirmation's important. Right. Well, and I know a lot of people struggle with affirmations. A lot of my clients, they hate the affirmations of, I'm strong, I'm worthy, I'm beautiful, when they're struggling so much with Mm self-doubt and this negative self-talk where it's, yes, I can, it it's just so forceful and so simple, something that you can easily add into. If that's something that you struggle with, you're listening today and you're struggling with self-doubt and negative self-talk, this episode is for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And before we jump in, please don't forget to hit subscribe and share Ivy Unleashed with anyone looking to up-level their life. Find Gold Ivy Health Co. on all social channels and get exclusive tips when you join the Ivy League for access to our weekly newsletter and blog. And if you're looking for even more inspiration, just go straight to the website, goldivyhealthco.com. We got everything linked there for you. We got the blog, the inspiration page, where you can just find lots and lots of goodies to help and build the shop you up. for your Gold swag. Ivy swag. Yes, this is my absolute favorite winter apparel. If you're not tuning in on YouTube, go check it out. The Gold Ivy Health Co. channel. Check out my beanie. It's the warmest. I wear it all the time. Carhartt. So cute. Love it. Yes. Swag. All right. Let's jump in. Confidence. Are we born with it or are we taught it? Mm-hmm. Confidence is a conversation you're having with yourself as you're living your life. If you feel like you lack it, we got to talk. What are you saying to yourself? What's going on up there? Yes. When you look in the mirror, what are you thinking? And when you start talking with a beautiful woman, how do you feel? I think these questions are really important to ask yourself because we have this dialogue all the time. It's like playing in the background. We don't even realize what we're saying to ourselves. And I have it with you. Yeah. I mean, I look at you and I'm with you all the time, but it doesn't mean that I, you know, I'm always confident around you. You're so beautiful and 10 years younger than me and, and you're so stylish. And I am just a beanie yoga pants girl. And I know 
you can rock that too. But it's different. It's like when you're around someone that's stunning or you're talking with someone, you're at like a happy hour and you walk up to someone and they are just mm-hmm. like dressed better than you or they did their makeup better than you can or whatever. Sometimes we have these conversations with ourselves that completely change the way we're even able to interact. Yeah. Or how long we're able to stay in that social environment. And I want to challenge everyone to tune into that conversation with yourself. You know, what are you saying to yourself in those moments? And not only then, as you walk throughout your day, as you look in the mirror, what Mm -hmm. are you saying? And are you confident about how you feel? Are you confident about how you look? Yeah. And when you start reflecting and bringing awareness to what's going on in your head, First step, bringing awareness. Second step is making those small shifts, mm-hmm. right? Listen to what you're saying in your head. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Is what you're saying true? And if you can't switch it to something positive, what is true about you? Yes. Yeah. We're going to walk you through the process of how to get to a better place, a a more confident place with yourself. We're going to talk through a lot of different things. So I think when you think about confidence, it's important to reflect back. Mm -hmm. You know, do you feel like you were born confident? Do you feel like you built it up? Or do you feel like you're kind of just a naturally insecure person? And so I think back to my childhood and I grew up with my mom who was super confident. Like I used to watch her look in the mirror. She'd be getting ready naked in front of the mirror, checking out. She'd be like, you could just tell. She was like, I am on point today. Joe mama. She'll, and she would even say out loud, like I am rocking a great hair day today, you know? Yeah. And she'd Build herself things. up. I yeah. love it. And so I think sometimes I think, you know, was I born with it? Is that just who I am? Mm-hmm. Or did I watch that with right. her? Right. Like when you're a child, who, who are you surrounded by? Are you surrounded by confident people? And not only that, but also those people that you're with, are they building you up? Mm-hmm. Or are they consistently tearing you down and don't eat that? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people when they're little, they look for that guidance and that support and that love. And the parents don't really realize how they're coming off. Yeah. And also another thing too, is that as a parent now, mm-hmm. I realize that there is a level of confidence you are born with. Yeah. I would have never thought that before, but I have three different kids with completely different levels of confidence naturally. And yeah. so my son second guesses himself all the time. Mm -hmm. He's super hard on himself, like straight out the gate. Like even during swimming lessons, just not, if he messes up, shuts down, like just rocks his confidence, you know? And so what I'm doing is thinking about how can I help this process? You know, he naturally has these insecurities and a lot of people do, you know, we all have insecurities, but his overtake his day sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I actually just found a journal from Rachel Hollis that I ordered for my kids. kids? It's like a growth mindset, building confidence. It's like, yes, I can. Basically the whole thing is like that. And it's for those ages of, you know, their brain is just getting morphed by the people around them, what they're saying to themselves. And I just want them to tune into it early, Mm -hmm. early on. So I'm going to keep strategizing on how to help him. Yeah. I'll help all three of them, you know, because it's tough. I don't ever want him to, to feel overwhelmingly insecure. It's just like breaks my heart to even think that he does that. Well, it's interesting that all three of them, right? Your interactions with them, how they see you interact with yourself Mm -hmm. and look up to you and how you're talking to yourself. It's the same because it's you, but each of them are so different. Right. So that also plays like, is it nature versus nurture? I mean, they're watching me. Yeah. They are listening. They are. Yes. But not only are they listening to you, but they're little brains are picking up everything, which is why I think it's so important to instill this at a young age, Mm -hmm. especially too now with social media, right? Like neither of us grew up to that with kids. Yeah. Like I was probably in what middle school when social media really came out. And I mean, 
now as a 25 year old, that totally hits confidence, mm -hmm. com the comparison game. But think about your kids, like when they grow up, oh. social media, like it's going to be huge. They're You're going to have to help me. You grew up through this. You know, I didn't like yeah. Facebook was, this is going to date me here, but like <laughs> Facebook was basically invented when I was a freshman in college. Yeah. So I didn't live through that. Yeah. Thank God. I can't even imagine. Yeah. So. Well, in my childhood, I still had a real childhood of going outside playing, which I think your neighborhood does a great job at because mm -hmm. it's safe and they can go out and play. But a lot of kids these days are just on their phones, on their iPads. Do you think that's affected you? Like when you were in high school and you were on Facebook and stuff, like, could you tell that comparing affected you or were you kind of like mindlessly not noticing it? I think it uh, has affected me now more, more so because it was just booming when I was in that age. Um, and where now it's young professionals and people my age. I think 25 is an interesting stage of life, too, because I have friends who are still in school. I have friends who are getting married, who have kids, who, you know, are going back to school or didn't graduate and have no idea what the hell they're going to do. And so, so it's, it's more it's than kind just of looks. This, it's like, where are you at in life? And yeah, absolutely. And what you're yeah. doing. And yes. everyone's posting their highlight reel, mm -hmm. social media. Yep. So... You're just thinking in the head, in my head, like, where should I be? It's this should mm -hmm. that kills you. I should be at this stage of my life. I should be having kids. I should be financially in a better place. My house should look like this. I, I should, should have a house. This. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. But yeah, and I think what we need to do is think about how to just start building momentum with confidence yeah. because it's overwhelming to think about getting to this place where it doesn't rock you to look at social yeah. media. Some days it does. Yeah. And I think it's just okay to admit that some days you're going to feel more secure, insecure than right. others. You know, there's going to be those tough days where it's hard to build that momentum. And so what we want to talk about is these small decisions mm -hmm. where you're making a promise every day that's non-negotiable for yourself to kind of just start building that momentum because that's where it starts. Yeah. One little decision. Which right? is our goals, mm -hmm. which is where that comes into yeah. play. Is right. keeping those New Year's resolutions, keeping those promises to ourselves. Yeah. And I like to think about too, like those really logical people when you're thinking about this, mm -hmm. where if you need science to back this up, go for it. Because what's happening when we are setting these goals and meeting them is our brain is releasing dopamine. What may, it makes you feel good. You want more. Yes. And that's part of confidence is feeling good. And so having these little goals, these little steps, yep. it is so important. You want to think about just magically feeling beautiful and, and feeling confident, yeah. but that's where it comes from. And I like to think too, you know, if you dedicate yourself to start building confidence, you know, you've got these goals, but sometimes we like to think about why it's going to better our life outside of that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, some people think it might be superficial to focus on your looks or something, but it works. You feel good when you look good, Look right? good, feel good. Yeah. And then you yeah. inspire people. So you're going to inspire people with this building of confidence yeah. for yourself because tuning into yourself and, and feeling good will waterfall to the, your circle. Right. It's that idea of filling up your cup first. Mm -hmm. I feel like you've learned that firsthand being a mom, right? You, as much as you want to give, give to your kids, you can't give from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. So you have to fill your cup up first, which totally. in return, they see that you're inspiring them to take care of themselves. You're inspiring other moms to be like, okay, no, no, no. I can't give if I have nothing to give. Yeah. And I think w looking back on our conversation earlier, are you born with it? Are you not? No matter what you believe, 
if you think you were born with it, if you're like, I've always been insecure, we're going to have you leaving the show today feeling like I can do something. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if I wasn't born with it because I have tools in my toolkit that are going to help me to get there. And it's starting with keeping those small promises that you're talking about. Yep. Absolutely. Knowing that you're worth the effort of making those even in the first place. Yeah. Knowing that you deserve it Mm -hmm. and knowing and showing yourself over and over that, yes, I can. Yes. If you don't believe what you can do, start smaller Mm -hmm. and start with your self-talk. Yeah. This idea of these small goals that we make, these small promises, they compound Mm -hmm. and they just keep piling and stacking. We show ourselves that, yes, we can. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe you can, who are you surrounding yourself with mm-hmm. is another huge piece. Like your mom was huge, a huge mm-hmm. impact. My mom, I grew up watching her do makeup and her hair and feeling good and filling up her cup first before she even left the house mm-hmm. because she knew how much of a difference it made when she looked good and felt good and could then go on ahead and do good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Ed Milet and the power promise. Yes. I think that's an important topic to touch on. Yes, definitely. So Ed Milet had on these guests that were TV show hosts. It wasn't The Biggest Loser, but it was like some type of weight mm-hmm. loss thing where they talked with these people that had lost, you know, 200 plus pounds on the show. And then they came back to talk with them, you know, a year later, and a lot of them had gained the weight back. Mm-hmm. And so what they discovered when they talked to all these different people is that where it failed, where it went back, where all of these promises they had made to themselves kind of waterfalled into more weight gain was that at the very beginning of the process, they made this power promise to themselves. And it was like, it could have been brush your teeth. It could have been anything. It could have been a gratitude journal. It could have been what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. But these people made a non-negotiable promise to themselves that they knew they could keep forever. Like for the rest of your life, it's that small. Yep. And then they decided to talk with these people, ask them about where it went wrong. Where did you start not taking care of yourself? Where did you kind of tune out to yourself? At what point? And the point was when they stopped that power promise. Mm -hmm. And so when we're talking about these small steps and we're talking about this power promise, make it so small and tie that building confidence to it or tie that end goal you're looking for. You know, you want to be really efficient with your workout routine or you really want to be a meal planner. Like that's just tough. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's that tiny promise that every Sunday for 10 minutes, I plan a meal or I plan two meals or I think about when I'm going to go grocery shopping or something that every week you do that no matter what and tie that to what you want your life to look like. Yeah. My, I wouldn't say power promise, but one thing that I'm really working on is cooking more. Right. So Mm -hmm. dealing with sensitivities and digestion issues. And so cooking my own food and knowing what I'm putting in my body has become a huge part of my life. And I've never been into cooking, like Mm -hmm. cooking. Just there's so many other things I would rather be spending my time doing. Like I spend an hour cooking to eat for five minutes and then clean for another hour. Like it just sounds like a waste of time, but I'm learning to appreciate it. Which it doesn't have to be that long. It doesn't. I cook salmon in like 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm being aggressive. But but it is very overwhelming for me to think about. And so one thing that I've started doing is just one one night a week Mm -hmm. is picking a new recipe. And also who am I surrounding myself with? So my roommate loves to cook, which that's been huge. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to taking it a step back, I know firsthand, okay, what can I do? I can can make a promise to myself that one day a week Mm -hmm. I'm going to make a meal. And then it turns out really freaking good. And I'm proud of myself that dopamine is being released. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do this again. Mm -hmm. And I told Ian, I'm like, I think 
how about this? We hang out one night a week during the week. I'm like, I'll cook you a meal. I really want to explore more in the kitchen. How does that sound? He's like, are you serious? Yes. I'll take a free meal. But so then he eats it and he compliments me, helps with my confidence in the kitchen and being like, okay, I like it. So I think both aspects of what can I do and then who am I surrounding myself with? Mm -hmm. Someone who's going to compliment me, boost me up and someone who's going to help me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think too that part of the confidence is that you're showing yourself that I am doing something. Yes. When you put in that effort, that's hard. It's hard to do the effort. It's hard to get the ingredients and start. Well, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, it's really not that hard to cook. I'm the same way where my mom's a great cook, but she didn't like show me all yeah. of her recipes and things like that. And so it's kind of like learning from scratch. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like looking on Pinterest and it takes time. And then, but the thing is when someone's eating what you cooked or even you, and you're like, I created I did this. this. Yeah. It builds this new confidence. You can talk about it. You can inspire people by saying like, guess what I cooked the other day. And that feels so good to yeah. say, cause you're like, who am I? Well, and even if it isn't, a success, right? And you don't have a quote unquote victory to celebrate. Cause we talk a lot about celebrate the small victories, these small promises that you keep mm-hmm. celebrate it. I think a lot of the times we don't put effort into celebrating the intention behind it, mm-hmm. right? Giving ourselves credit that, okay, I'm even putting the effort into it of wanting to cook to take care of myself mm-hmm. and to own it. So even if the outcome isn't what you want, give yourself credit that you're trying because it's hard. Mm -hmm. And even the fact that you're trying is going to build your confidence. Yeah. You're putting in the effort for you because you are worthy. Yeah. We have to take a minute break here to tell you about something delicious and good for you. Please and thank you, Granola Bars, owned by our good friend Britt, are literally named to remind us about manners and to have a little fun with good food. These granola bars are a small seed in a big field of showing each other kindness and respect. My kids are obsessed with the Golden Rule Granola Bar, and I start almost every single morning with the Yes Please Granola. So good. I pair it with a mix of berries, yogurt, and chia seeds, and it is such a fast, easy, and delicious way to start off my day. So why please and thank you? Because. Because they're a reminder. A reminder of manners and that it's okay to respect each other, even if we don't agree with each other. Because of the earth, we support our world instead of taking away. Our earth is precious, and they focus on packaging that will eventually become part of the earth. And because of you, you are important, and we need to make sure that we only share with you products made with whole ingredients, jam-packed with nutrients. Not only do these granola bars remind us of being good, they are good. All of them are gluten-free, most are dairy-free, and they have nut-free and vegan options. In partnership with Gold Ivy, Please and Thank You would love to offer Gold Ivy listeners 10% off when they use our promo code GOLDIVY, one word, on their website, pleasethankyougranolabars.com. After each 10 orders that Gold Ivy listeners place, they will gift a free batch to a lucky listener. So make sure to follow them on Instagram and Facebook too. Just search Please and Thank You Granola Bars. So go ahead, grab these granola bars and granola whenever you want, but make sure to use your manners. Please and thank you. Yeah, and I think too that a big part of confidence is it's so much from the inside out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's thinking about like whenever I think I've been exploring thinking about my confidence and where it comes from and it's all tied back to integrity. Mm -hmm. Am I living my life from a place that feels right from the inside out? Yeah. You know, it always for me starts with spirituality. It starts, you know, I'm always thinking about, you know, am I doing what's true to 
what I believe in. Yeah. And that just kind of, it starts from the inside. It starts with the prayer or whatever. It starts with reading the Bible or going to church or whatever. But like you said, it's kind of stacking it. Mm -hmm. And if I'm, if I'm sticking to my values, that makes me feel good about who I am. Yeah. And when you feel good about who you are, you get that momentum of what else can I do in my day that makes me feel true to who I am? Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to be someone that makes healthy meals and that's a lot of effort. It sounds exhausting. It's actually not. It is so easy to throw some frozen mixed veggies yeah. in a pan with olive oil and throw some salmon right. in it's the like oven. The, the energy that you're putting into hating it and being <laughs> negative about yes. it is wasting way more energy right. than just shutting your mouth and doing oh. it. And you know what stresses me out so much? Stresses me out is when I don't have a dinner plan and I'm like winging it or someone's like, what do you want to do for dinner? I don't know why, but that thought stresses me out. And it's like, if I would have just taken 10 minutes on a Sunday to plan this out, yeah. I wouldn't be feeling this stressful, like, oh, I'm not prepared feeling. And so I've been working on that too. And I think that's like a, a mid twenties thing. Like some people, you know, ahead of time, they're always cooking with their family or whatever. But in our scenarios mm -hmm. where mom and dad weren't always home cooking with us on right. a Tuesday night, we're kind of starting from scratch, yeah. you know, and you know, just don't let it overwhelm you. Sometimes just like thinking, you know what? I'm thinking about it, jumping on Pinterest. I'm going to find a recipe, type in 15 minutes or less mm -hmm. meals, yeah. healthy meals. Don't allow yourself to even have that narrative in your head. Mm -hmm. Don't think just do, because mm -hmm. I know firsthand, I get so overwhelmed and in my head and just like the alarm clock, I can convince myself to not do anything mm -hmm. so easily Right. that if I just do it and then I'm proud of myself and I want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked a lot about knowing who you are and your actions being true to you. But I think a lot of people don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. And so that has to be the starting point right. is asking yourself these hard questions of what is important to me? Mm -hmm. What do I want to live out? What is my truth? Mm -hmm. Which is hard. It is hard, but also I think a hard part about it when you're thinking about, okay, I want to be more confident is that sometimes it requires you to get this new identity. Mm -hmm. It requires you to kind of think about, okay, I'm not a person that makes these meals, but actually I want to be. Yeah. And so that's kind of scary. It's kind of like stepping out of that, like, but I don't know how. Yeah. But that, I've never done it before. That makes me think of Ed Milet. He has this concept of your confidence and your self-worth and your identity is just like a thermostat, right? So think about you're turning on your heat, but you have it set at a certain point. Okay. And so you're doing all this work. You're keeping the promises that you're making to yourself, but your self-worth is set at a certain point. Your identity. So the self-worth is what it's set at and you're putting in. You're piling it up. So you're heating it up. Okay. But it's set at this certain point. You haven't adopted this new identity of, I am a cook. Like, hell yeah, I can do this. So that would turn it up to 75? Yeah. Okay. And so, but you haven't adopted this new identity. So even though you're piling it up at the end of the day, it's still coming back down. Okay. Because you're telling yourself, I'm not that person, mm -hmm. which ties back to self-talk, mm -hmm. self-identity. You can be whoever the hell you want to be. Mm -hmm. And when you fully own that and believe that, your life is going to be changed. Right. For the better. So change your thermostat. Whenever you are dealing with self-doubt, when I'm like, who the hell am I to cook? No, 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 no. Who the hell am I to not be able to cook? Mm -hmm. I can do this. Yeah. It's just, it's a really good visualization, I mm -hmm. think, to know that even if you're filling your cup up, how do you think of yourself? Mm -hmm. What is your self-worth? Do you believe that you deserve it? Mm -hmm. 
or are you going to live in this past identity? Right. And that's a process too of, of building that self-worth and convincing yourself. And you can't just like totally in one second decide that I'm worth all of this effort. I don't think maybe you can, if you can, if you do, it's a miracle and I'm very happy for you. But also I think it's what, what are these tools that I can use to kind of build that up? You know, what is it that I can do? And I think sometimes it's having an outsider talk to you. It's having, you know, a friend that you know, loves you and thinks you're beautiful and that knows that you're capable, you know, mm-hmm. talking to that person, it's your spouse or significant other. It's a therapist. It's a coach. Yeah. It's sometimes it's just talking to God. Sometimes it's, it could be different based off the day. But I think when we're really beating ourselves up and we're having these hard conversations with, let's say you start trying to build this habit and you fail after week one. I mean, it's January. I'm sure it's happening all over the globe, yep. but you know, instead of beating yourself up or, or, noticing that you're beating yourself up, you know, what is it you're saying to yourself and why? Mm -hmm. No, why can't I just say, you know what? I'm going to undo these thoughts. I'm going to undo the cycle of these negative feelings I have when I don't meet a goal. What could I say to myself in those moments? You know, maybe it's, it's a mantra that you want to adopt. So it's, yes, I made a mistake. What am I going to learn from this? And how's it going to make my life better? You know, maybe it's something like that where I think it's important to acknowledge your failures. I do think it's important to say, like, why didn't this work? What was in place that kind of got me off track? Or what did I say to myself in those moments that got me into this place where I don't feel confident at all? I'm actually beating myself up about this. And it's the cycled Mm -hmm. thought, like, let's kick that out. Yeah. What do I need to do instead? Mm -hmm. Right. It goes back to the energy that we're wasting and beating ourselves up, being our worst critic. Mm -hmm. And instead taking a step back and saying, you know what? That was an epic fail. Yeah. Why was it a fail? And what can I do differently? And a lot of the times we like to put the blame on other people Mm -hmm. and fully take ownership. Yes. Because you are in control. We preach this all the time. There's always something that you can do and it takes pausing and slowing down and owning that you're in control and that there's something that you can do. And sometimes it's working with a coach, working with a therapist, reaching out, surrounding yourself with people that are going to boost you up or even just help you look at things from a different lens. Mm -hmm. If you don't know who you are and you're really struggling with that self-identity, having someone to ask you these empowered questions Mm -hmm. is huge. Right. Yeah. I love that you said ownership too, because you can build confidence in the fact that you're capable of owning mistakes. Mm -hmm. There is something about just having a heartfelt apology without a but in it. Yeah. I said this hurtful thing, but it was because blah, 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 blah. You know, you can have, you can build confidence and integrity from owning a mistake fully. I've been doing that for the past couple years. I read this book called Extreme Ownership. Yeah. And it was like, it's like these military guys that are totally extreme, but there is something about it, just owning it. Like, yep, I'm actually really bad at that. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something about it. You know, I do this with Justin all the time where if one of us apologizes, and there's a butt after it. We're like, oh, let's redo that. Let's, yeah. And it, I do it. He does it. It's it's both of us. But when you own it, I think there's something about owning your life, owning what you're capable of, owning your confidence. And take a look at it. Rate it. Is it a 10? Is it a 4? What can make it better? Mm-hmm. Like for me, some days I look in the mirror, I'm like, shit, this is not <laughs> a good day. <laughs> this is not a good day. I look tired. My skin's flaring up. What, what do I got to do? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to acknowledge our appearance because that's a big part of confidence, right? 
And it's hard because I have kids. I want, you know, I obviously want them to think, oh, I can walk around with no makeup and I look flawless and I don't need it because I'm beautiful from the inside out. But there's days that the skin is gross and it needs to make up. Or I just know that when I- It's going to boost you up. It is. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, a little bit of mascara can go a long way. Yeah. And then I say in front of Cora, who's watching me, oh, why do you put that on? I'm like, because I want to accentuate my green eyes because I think they're beautiful and mascara really makes them pop. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, it's the way you word it. Mm -hmm. It's huge. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And I love thinking about if there's a part of your body you don't really like, we all have it. Mm -hmm. There's things that, you know, whether it's a bad skin day, a bad hair day or whatever, but there's parts of our body we don't like. Like I grew up my whole life being really insecure about my teeth. They came in all different directions. I had to have them pulled. I had braces for three years. I needed retainers. I needed all of the things. And so I noticed just a couple years ago that anytime I laughed, which who doesn't love just a good old belly laugh, Mm -hmm. I noticed that I was covering up my mouth because Mm. I was so insecure about my teeth. And I mean, they're still big. You know, I can't hide that they're a big teeth. But what I decided to do was straighten them out a bit. And it's expensive to straighten your teeth out. Mm -hmm. So I talked to Justin about it. I was like, I am feeling really insecure. I'm tired of hiding behind my hand when I'm smiling or laughing. And so he's like, what do you want to do about it? I love that question. I know. And I was like, what am I going to do about it? What do you mean? He's like, well, you don't like it. What are we going to do about it? Oh, shit. There is something I can do. He checked me. I was like, "Um, well... I heard about Invisalign, you know, and we were both like, oh, that's expensive. Yeah. But I took some time. I put in some effort. I did some research and they can do payment plans for like 48 months or something crazy. Yeah. And so I looked into it and I was like, that's it. I'm doing it. And now I never cover up my smile. I mean, I'm still like a little insecure that they're massive teeth, but like it's they're just, beautiful. you know, thank you. Yeah. But, but it's so important that if something that you have on your body, on your face or whatever is bothering you that, you know, what can I do about it? Or how can I accentuate a different part of my mm-hmm. body? You know, how can I, if I feel like I don't like how things jiggle or I feel like I don't like my hair, what can I do to change it? What exercise video could I do to make my legs stronger so that I don't jiggle as Mm -hmm. much? Or maybe watch a free YouTube tutorial on how to do a little bit of makeup that you can get at Target for cheap, you know? How about you take that energy Mm -hmm. that you're using to complain Mm -hmm. to do something about it? Yes. And I love that he checked me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't in the moment. Yeah. But But looking back, you're like, oh, yeah. But it's like, do something about yeah. it. If you don't feel good about how you look, what can you do? And think about something on your body or on your face like that you do love. Everyone has something that makes them feel beautiful, yeah. you know? like. And I, I want to note too that because you're putting effort into yourself, it doesn't make you vain. It doesn't mm-hmm. make you conceited. You're taking care of yourself. Right. When you look at it in that perspective of I'm taking care of myself, I'm filling my cup up, you have one life, mm-hmm. right? What makes you feel beautiful? What boosts you up and do it? Mm-hmm. Because life's too short. Stop thinking about how you're going to do it. Just do it. Yeah, that too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is awesome for, and TikTok for all things. Or just the people around you. Like I think about my skin and it's something that I'm struggling with right now because of my gut health. And I know that it's so interconnected and, um, birth control and just hormone issues. And so, you know, it's something I've been struggling with and I'm like, okay, something needs to change. What do I need to do? Mm -hmm. So I ask you, what products do you use? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to work a little harder this day, make a little more money, treat myself because I deserve it. Yeah. Ask the people around you what they're doing. Just like you found your skin routine from Mm -hmm. your Mm sister-in-law. 
People love helping each other. Yes. You give someone a compliment. When you give someone a compliment, it not only boosts them up, but it boosts you up too. You feel good. You usually get one back too. You throw one out and they get one back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and accept it. When someone compliments, you accept it. That's that's just a side note. But it's important to know that there's always something that you can do. And if you don't know what you need to do, ask. Google. Google. Ask a good friend though. Like you, you know where to go to when you're feeling low. When you're feeling like you need a little confidence boost, you know, you know you yeah. can call me. Because- so what would you say to someone who is struggling with confidence, but they don't want to put their pride down? They don't want to seem less than. They don't want to be vulnerable. What would I say to them to try and kind of put their ego aside? Yeah. Ooh, that's a really good question. I would just say, you know, what's the price I'm willing to pay? Mm. Is it to continue to struggle with this and struggle with this and kick myself? And, you know, I think too, sometimes people, when they're down on themselves, they're down on other people and it's just this negative cycle. Yeah. And so is that how I want to live? Mm-hmm. Is that the price I want to pay? Or could I just set it aside and just say, you know what? I'm looking at your social media profile picture. I'm looking at your grid on Instagram. Like, what are you doing? Because yeah. I want to do that, you know, and then you build that connection. And I think it's, it's ballsy Mm -hmm. and it does kind of feel like, Oh, I don't want them to know that I'm admiring them, but why not? Yeah. Why not just build each other up? Like we can help each other in this. There's room for all of us here. Yes, absolutely. It goes back to choosing your heart. Mm -hmm. I think of that in the moment when I don't want to wake up at Mm 5am and I think about how I'm going to feel if I don't. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? It's hard as hell to get out of this bed, but it's going to be harder when I'm rushing and like a crazy woman wishing that I had more time and could ease into my day and own my morning. So I own my day. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to think I'm just going to do. I think that you're super good at mantras. It's like you always have a mantra going on. So is that something that you pick a week or do you always have a mantra? How does that work for you? I would love to have a mantra once a week, which I think is something I want to get into. Like Sunday night, setting an intention and then having that be my mantra of the week, whether it's I'm worthy, I'm beautiful, right? There's so many mantras that are really cliche and it's important to find one that speaks to you. Yes. For the longest time, yes, I can spoke to me because I struggle with fatigue and energy and just telling myself like, don't think, yep, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Eventually you start to believe that you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Googling mantras and finding one that speaks to you is probably the best way to start. Mm-hmm. We talk about mantras a lot. It's important to each of us, which is why you'll see if you follow us on any of our socials, we are starting to do Mantra Monday. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to start the week off strong. Yes. And Sunday fun day, you know, have some fun. And then Monday hits and you're strong and you are believing in yourself. Mm -hmm. And showing yourself that you deserve it. Yeah. So if you struggle with self-talk or want mantra ideas, follow us on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gold Ivy Health. And so something that I do is I think about what word do I want to embody this week? And that to me is, it's not really a mantra, but it works that way in my brain. Like I am not feeling super strong this week. I'm feeling like, oh, this strength training goal, I don't know if I can do it. Mm -hmm. But if I say I want to embody strength this week, it makes me get out of bed because I want to feel that. Yeah. I want to feel that emotion. I want to feel that word. you up. Yes. And then you start thinking about, okay, I'm thinking of this word. I'm reflecting on this word during the week. What can I do to cultivate this? Mm -hmm. This is an important word to me. What do I need to do to make it come alive? And it might even be a word that you're scared of that you're like, I don't know if I could ever embody that, but just try. Like, what's the harm in writing down one word and trying to embody it for a week? Don't even tell anybody about it. No. Just 
see if you can do it. Well, that's the same thing with mantras, journaling. You don't have to tell anyone about it. Mm -hmm. Take time, turn inward, reflect, start small. And if it seems silly, who cares? Right. Who are other people to judge what you're doing? It's your life. Mm -hmm. And if one word has this power, make it your word. Mm -hmm. There's one word that speaks to you. For me, it's badass. <laughs> yeah. When we started Gold Ivy, that was our word. And that's my word of 21 mm -hmm. is badass because I, I feel that in my body, right? Like I feel that energy jolt in me. This morning meditation that I do every morning on Insight Timer, which if you're trying to get into meditation, highly recommend. It has, it's the world's largest free library of different meditations. So you can do different times, different types, sleep, morning stress, anxiety, all of them. But the one I do in the morning is it has you rub your hands together as you're thinking about gratitude. And then you put your hands over your eyes and you envision like it going through your body. Ooh, that's and so cool. I've started doing that. But instead of gratitude, I'll pick my word. I love that. So I'll do badass. And it's so silly, but like you can feel it. If you're fully present in the moment and telling yourself you ultimately control your mind right like what you think you believe you control your thoughts and so if I'm rubbing my hands and thinking about badass and then I I see our video that we created about our gold ivy teaser that has me doing yoga and you running and it's just this crazy powerful video and I see that and I it just shows me yes I can which is the mantra too mm -hmm. yeah I so, love that thanks something. for sharing that I want to try that yeah I'm thinking about my experience too with building confidence with something that is different mm -hmm. or that feels a little uncomfortable, you know? So as a parent, you're always doing things that are uncomfortable. You have new territory that you're exploring as they get older and you're trying different things. And something that I really want to build confidence around is my ability to teach my kids that it's important to be learning mm -hmm. in a lot of different mm -hmm. ways. But I just, I want when they leave my house when they're 18, that I feel confident that I taught them it's important to learn. Mm -hmm. And I think about it in so many different ways. And so I'm trying all of these different things as a parent to make this happen. I don't know. I don't feel super confident in it yet because I don't, you know, they have days where I'm like, they're not learning anything. <laughs> like I, they watch way too much TV today. Or I, I feel like I've had the same conversation with them 15 times. I'm not teaching them anything yeah. effectively right now. And so what I'm trying to do is think about, okay, how can I set up my house and environment to help them with this? And so, as you know, you walk through my house, there's books everywhere. We're always tripping over books because yep. I want them to feel like books are part of what we should be doing. We should be learning at all times. We should be turning to a book when we don't know the answer to something. It might not always be your parent. You know, it might be going to the library and looking for yeah. something. And I want them to know that you can learn a lot in these books, right? And I want them to feel like you don't have to have all the answers. And I want to teach them too, like it's important to be confident, but it's also important to be humble enough that you know you don't always have the answers and that it yeah. could be somewhere else, you know? And so that's something that I'm working on is, is building confidence in just parenting as far as how am I teaching them that this is something that is important to do and that, you know, education's important, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, but more like building confidence in their ability yeah. to learn and that it's okay if you don't know the answer. Yes. I feel like a lot of the times we don't want to put our ego aside and act like we don't know. And that takes being vulnerable, which is really hard. Why don't we pretend that we know things we don't know? Why don't we just admit it? I've come 2020, let me tell you, <laughs> 2020 has taught me that I know jack shit about everything in any, like I know nothing. I know nothing, <laughs> but I, but I do. I promise. Here we are. Um, no, <laughs> it takes courage to be vulnerable Yes, and ask for help 
something that I've taught myself is everything is figure outable because of the endless resources that we have. There's YouTube, there's Google, there's books, there's people we surround ourselves with. So when I think of confidence, I think of it's consistency, the keeping the promises that we make to ourselves. Yep. And it's also the courage, yes. the courage to ask for help, the courage to be vulnerable and tell yourself, it's okay that I don't know this. Like how, it's not humanly possible to know the everything. courage to admit you made a mistake. Yes. To own your mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I still remember when you taught me about that book and just own your mistakes mm-hmm. because if you fully own it, like what's, it has no power over you anymore. You're like, you know what? Yes. I messed up and that's okay. It's all right. Cause I'm going to learn from it. going to mm-hmm. move on. And then I it's, think it's your mindset. It's your growth mindset. Yep. I, I'm going to learn from it. And as long as you reflect on it, you bring it into awareness and you say, this is what happened. This is what I'm going to do differently next time. We're learning as we live. Mm-hmm. And as life continues, we're going to make mistakes. Our confidence is going to go up and down, up and down, up and down. But as long as we are proactively doing things to build ourselves up, I feel like you're always going to be winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'll carry yourself differently as you put in more effort for it. And I think it ties back to self-care a lot. You mm-hmm. know, as we're talking about your worth, your worth is so tied to your confidence, you know, and just really exploring that and being honest with yourself. Like you want to believe you're confident, but do you, mm-hmm. you know, you want to feel like, you know, this is something I, I'm either going to work on or I'm not, I need to work on or I don't, but maybe just sit with yourself and reflect, you know, if I had to rate my confidence, where would I put it? Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe it's too high. Maybe you aren't. Maybe own- you need to check yourself. Yeah. Maybe you're not owning your mistakes. Maybe you yeah. think that you've got everything put together and you don't, you know, I'm not saying like tear yourself down, but just be honest with yourself. Like what is making me feel confident? And is it true? Like deep down in my core, am I living my life from a place of integrity where I'm following what I know I want to work on? Right. I'm not just following the crowd. I'm following me. I am mm-hmm. listening to deep down, what is it? What, how do I want to live my life? What do I want to do for my career? Who do I want to be talking with? What do I want to be talking about? I mean, as much as confidence is the way you carry yourself and what you look like, cause that's what we think about. It's going from inside out, Absolutely. starting at the base, the core of the whole thing. What are my values and are my actions aligning with those values? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. And it takes digging in, asking yourself those hard questions mm-hmm. I asked my friends this morning, when you think of confidence, what do you think of? What is confidence to you? And they said, being comfortable in any room that you're in because you know who you are and you know that the decisions that you make are going to be true to you Mm -hmm. and that you're going to feel proud of those decisions because they're right for you, Mm -hmm. which totally ties into, it starts from within. Yep. And you might need to check yourself if you're getting, con- like, what are you getting confidence from? Are you gaining confidence because you are putting others down? Or are you gaining true confidence because you're doing what's true to you? And then you can sleep a little easier at night because you know that the decisions you made throughout the day, you were being you. Yes. And I think you just brought up a really good point is that sometimes, so we think of confidence being comfortable, mm-hmm. right? But If you actually think about it, sometimes you gain more confidence when you're uncomfortable. When you decide to make a decision that aligns with your values, sometimes you're with people that don't have those same values and you have to choose silence over participating in a negative conversation that you know you don't want to, you know? And Mm -hmm. so you can build confidence sometimes in a way that like it will come after the uncomfortable situation. It will come over the uncomfortable effort you're putting into making that meal that you don't know how to make. Yes. And so I think sometimes when we're thinking about confidence, it's like, ah, 
I don't know if I'm feeling confident in this thing that I'm trying to do. It's because it's new. Yeah. It's because it's something you want to do. And it, if you want to create change in this new identity, get used to being uncomfortable. Yeah. Remind yourself that there is no growth in the comfort zone. Yes. None. Absolutely none. Nope. And you're not like everyone else. You're unique. And until you figure out what makes you unique and what is true to you, I feel like you can't grow because you're not acting out what you want to be doing because you're trying to fit in when you were born to stand out. That's right, girl. (laughs) That reminds me of a quote. And I bring up Glennon Doyle a lot with quotes because she's so powerful and such a badass. But when she's thinking about confidence and she's thinking about other people and how that kind of ties together with your values, uh, this is a quote of hers that I love. It says, some will recognize you're brave. Others won't. But the way others respond to your confidence is not your business. Your business is to stay loyal to you. Love it. And if you are struggling with negative self-talk and mantras and it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're there yet, know that that is okay. One place you can start is by writing down your wins, writing down what you're doing well. Nine times out of 10, our brain remembers the bad always because that's its job. It's trying to protect us. Mm -hmm. Primitive brain is trying to protect us. And so we have to train our brain to look for the good, which is why we're doing the gratitude and the mantras and all these things. And if you start writing down your wins, you know, maybe every night you write down your three wins of the day, or you have a journal prompt that's, I'm going to spend five minutes writing down anytime I won. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like though? Like, what are you going to be writing down? Like, what are like some examples of that? I survived today. Okay. I did yoga today. We need to teach our brain to see the good and to celebrate these small victories because even these tiny things that we succeed with are huge and they deserve to be celebrated. So spend five minutes, a journal prompt of what are my wins, my total life wins. And, you know, maybe after two minutes, you're like, I don't freaking know. And then your brain goes, well, I passed the first grade, passed the second grade, passed the third. Like, well, as small as it is, recognize it. Because now that your brain is going to remember like, hey, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Yes. And even if I fail, it's going to be okay because I'm still winning. I'm still doing things that are building me up. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times, and that's where I think where negative self-talk comes from is it's our brain trying to protect us. I think that's such a good point though of what you're saying is that your brain wants to keep cycling through these negative thoughts because it's used to it. It's trying to protect us just like you said. But if you want a step on how to shift that, how to change it, how to kind of start getting that momentum forward, this is a perfect example. Mm -hmm. Literally writing down, I survived today as a win. And then thinking about 50 other things that you did throughout the day that are a win, you know, keeping little humans alive, big win. Yeah. When I was struggling and really in a dark place with my health, one thing I did to keep me, and I still do just to keep me going, write my brain dump, my to-do list. I would have my gratitude in the morning and then I would revisit my to-do list and it would bring me so much anxiety of all these things that I didn't get done and I'd be so hard on myself and I would write my three wins. Like, okay, what did I do? Let's focus on the good. Mm -hmm. Let's make a point to end my day with good. That's a good point with the to-do list. We always see what we didn't do. But maybe it's writing down, what did I do today? What did I accomplish? That's such a good way to flip it. I love that. I'm going to try that. Yeah. When it comes to confidence, I mean, there's a million things that we can do, but it all ties back to integrity, Mm -hmm. right? So tune in, 
know your values and just keep aligning with them over and over and put effort into that and figure out what you aren't happy about. Figure out things that you are insecure about and figure out little tiny ways to do something about it, things that you can control and change the way you talk to yourself so that you can build confidence. Absolutely. And each week we are giving you the three gold stars that tie into our topic of the week, but we're also giving you Ivy Reflections. Tune in every Wednesday for three journal prompts that are going to help you dig deep. You know, Tuesday we give you the gold stars on our social media and that's small steps that you can easily implement that's going to help you. But the journal prompts are going to take you deep and help you align and align with your integrity and do what's true to you. Yes. Time for a three gold stars. Speaking yeah. of three gold stars. Yes. Now it's time for a three gold stars. One, look in the mirror at the start of your day and say something positive to yourself. Two, write down 10 successes. Three, make a small promise that you can keep every day for the rest of your life. Get that power promise going, baby. <laughs> All right, before we jump into Unleashing Ivy, if this episode resonated with you and you found value, please, please share and subscribe. It would mean the world to us and could be just what someone you love needs. Mm-hmm. All right, Unleashing Ivy, our rapid fire questions. All right, Brooke, what's one thing you do to center yourself when others tear your confidence down? Mm, definitely my affirmations, my mantras of what's true. What's going to keep me going? It's either yes, I can, or I'm a badass. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, Joy. When you're really struggling with self-doubt, what's one thing that steers you in a positive direction? I think it's a good reminder to think about, you know, when you're off and you're thinking about other people's opinions, mm-hmm. you know, and that complaint to your confidence is that everybody is experiencing life from a different lens, a different filter, you know, and, and not even just like, all the time, but like literally down to an hour, like people have different moods. They have different Mm -hmm. things they're going through. And, and to let someone else kick your confidence down is like the worst thing you can do because they have their own things they're going through. They're hardly even thinking about you, Yeah, you know? And so just thinking everyone has a different lens. It's not the right one. I need to focus on what I know is true to me. And that's where to start building the confidence, not based off of what other people think. Yeah. And I remind myself too that, The way people treat me or or treat you is a reflection of them, Mm -hmm. not you. Right. Right. Good point. All right. And Brooke, what's one thing you wish you would have known sooner about building confidence? That it can be built and that it's not something that you build one time. Takes consistency Mm -hmm. and courage and the willingness to fail and to keep going throughout life because it's a never ending battle. There's always going to be trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. and being true to your core and your values and having integrity. It's, it's practice. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Ooh, yes. So true. All right. And for our last segment today, your piece of gold today, your piece of gold comes from Oprah Winfrey. Oprah says, self-esteem comes from being able to define the world in your own terms and refusing to abide by the judgments of others. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold. 